Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today's episode, we're going to talk about some really good cakes that you could make for uh, picnics or celebrations or going somewhere or even just for yourself. So we're going to be referencing back to an episode earlier. It was episode eight for cakes where we talked about strawberry shortcake and caramel dip. Yes, and I had a cake trick that I did there that I'm going to share again, but you might want to go back and listen to that episode because it was also a good episode, and you'll learn how to make the caramel sauce that you might want to use. So episode eight was where we talked about the pumped-up box cake, and we're going to be using that today. I like to do things that are easy and good, simple and good. One of the tricks that I learned from... Actually, uh, this trick came from a woman from Germany who had a bakery. And this is what she did when she had specialty cakes ordered that weren't a particular uh, flavor that she had in the shop. She would do this pumped up cake mix, wherein you take uh, a regular cake mix. We used yellow, specifically, a yellow cake mix. And on the instructions of a cake mix, typically it will say, to this mix you add a half a cup of oil, one cup of water, and three eggs. So what you do to pump that cake mix up is you use butter, you substitute for the oil, you substitute milk for the water, you add one extra egg, bringing it to four large eggs, not jumbo Mm -hmm. eggs, large is good, but four large eggs, and then you add one teaspoon of vanilla. And that gives your cake a different texture and a different flavor, and it makes it taste, uh, it's a very rich, it makes it very much more rich. It also makes it, you know, sometimes when you make a box cake mix, they're very, very spongy. They don't, they don't hold up well on their own out of the pan. Um, they're not like a sturdy kind of a cake, but when you do this to it, it makes it a sturdy cake. It gives us some weight, some texture, and you can do things with it like what we're going to do today. Now, I have a question because I tried the pumped up box cake thing a while back and it turned out kind of weird. Are you supposed to soften the butter or melt the butter? Soften. Okay. You soften? Because I, I did that wrong and it it was strange. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that might be. Well, you soften the butter, okay? And um, what I typically do is I empty the cake mix into a bowl. I soften my stick of butter, plonk it in there, start to stir it up. Then I stir in my one cup of milk and my vanilla, and I stir that up and mix it. Then I add my eggs one at a time. I don't use a mixer when I'm mixing up a cake mix. That's just my personal preference. There's really no reason. I have no scientific... <laughs> I, think, I think the reason is it's easier to clean a spoon than it is to clean mixing well, I things. Well, <laughs> I use a springy whip to mix mine up with. And I, I just always have. And I, I, like I said, I don't know if there's a difference. I've never tested to see if there's a difference. But that's the way I do it. It seems to work quite well. But that's how you you mix it up, and then you just bake it according to what the box says. And usually, I believe it's for two rounds, it's um, like 28 minutes. And for uh, 9 by 13, it's like 32 minutes. It's pretty close to the same. So, um, But that's all you do. Change the ingredients a little, tweak, tweaking a little bit, and, and it uh, pumps that cake up. So what we're going to do with that particular cake today, and this is both both of the mixes that I'm going to give you, both of the things I'm going to give you are for a yellow cake. 
Uh, the first one is rhubarb upside down cake. It's it's spring here in uh, western Pennsylvania, and the rhubarb is on, buddy. It's and, on and it's tall. And if you go back to episode thirteen, uh, which was about rhubarb pie. That says all about how to, like, I think you said how to clean the rhubarb and uh, chop it up for the pie. Right. So I'd imagine it's the same for a cake. I believe that episode was called Nobody Likes Rhubarb. Because <laughs> I get more people that say to me, oh, I, I just don't like rhubarb. And I'm like, well, try this rhubarb cake here that I'm going to s- stuff into your little mouth. And they always <laughs> love it. It's delicious. It's delicious stuff. And rhubarb is really good for you. Because the Amish love it, and the Amish often love vegetables like that that are really good for you or fruit. I'm not sure what rhubarb is. I'm thinking it's technically probably a vegetable. I don't know. Because or it could be, well, see, it looks like celery. So look that's, it looks like purplish celery. That's the only thing I'm basing this on is that it looks like celery. There's no other. It also looks like skunk cabbage. So is rhubarb a fruit or Don't vegetable? mistake it for skunk cabbage because that would make a very awful cake. It says it is Actually a vegetable, but is often used in food as a fruit. See? I was right. Look at that. Look at that. I didn't even have to Google anything. I Googled my brain, and it told me that rhubarb was a vegetable. There we go. (laughs) You Googled your brain? (laughs) (laughs) So, to make the rhubarb upside down cake, um, this makes it's like a nine by 13 i have a heart-shaped pan that i always use i don't know why i guess that's my rhubarb upside down cake pan now but this this would be enough cake for a nine by 13 so what you do you grease your nine by 13 cake pan and then you cut a piece of wax paper that'll fit into that pan and press it all down and then you grease on top of that too because you want your cake to release from the pan okay because you're going to pop it out of the pan so everyone can see the fabulous job you did decoratively placing rhubarb in there. Then you cut your rhubarb, you you clean it, you cut the top and bottom off um, if you have whole stems of rhubarb. Um, I'm not sure how they sell it at the grocery store. I believe they leave a small segment of the leaf on it, so you don't want any of that leaf on there. And then you you clean it really well. The thing with rhubarb is if you wash it right away, it will actually start to split. It's a very temperamental thing to work with. So you don't want to wash it until right before you're ready to do this. So you wash it, dry it with paper toweling, make sure there's no uh, strange marks on it or anything like that, and then you cut it into about one-inch chunks. And it takes a lot. It, it seems like uh, I made this Tuesday, and it I believe I used 12 or 14 rhubarb stalks, big rhubarb stalks. So it does take a lot. But you're going to take, take your rhubarb, Cut it up in chunks and have it there ready. Now you're going to get one-fourth cup of sugar, and you're going to sprinkle it in that baking pan on the bottom because you're going to set your rhubarb right on it. Sprinkle that in there and then put all your rhubarb in. And you can do whatever you want to do. Make a pattern. Write your name. Put your initial. Eat me. Put that on there. That'd be good. <laughs> and just, you know, decoratively arrange your rhubarb in there. And then very carefully, once you've mixed up your pumped-up cake batter, plop that over the top like and I say plop because it doesn't pour you know like normal cake batter so you kind of have to plop it around there and spread it okay now once you have it in there you're going to put that in the oven at 350 degrees 
and you're going to bake it for about 35 to 40 minutes. You have to check that. Make sure, like, what I usually do is press on it lightly with my fingertip to see if the cake springs back up. When I made it the other day, it wouldn't bake. It was ridiculous. It was jiggly in the middle. It fought me the whole time. But that's what you want to do. You want it it to just spring back. And what I do is when you bake it, when it's done, you take it out of the oven and let it cool for about 10 minutes and go very carefully and loosen the edges of the cake pan with something. And when you get it all loosened, um, find what you want to put it on. Like if you want to put it on a serving platter or a board or whatever you're putting it on, flip it out onto that. A big cookie sheet works well, whatever you want to serve it on. Flip your cake onto that and very, very carefully lift the pan up. And then very carefully, while it is warm, pull that wax paper up very, very carefully, and you'll have your beautiful cake sitting there in front of you. And sometimes a piece of rhubarb will pull up. I just put it right back in there. And it, it looks beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful presentation. And it's such a great cake to take to a picnic or something. You know, it's really a unique sort of a thing. And delicious because the rhubarb is very, very tart. You didn't put very much sugar on it. And you put it into your cake, you know, and it kind of levels that out. But it's really, really delicious, uh, delicious thing to have. So that's that. On the side of this, if you so choose, you can make rhubarb sauce also. And what you want to do to make rhubarb sauce is you want about a pound of rhubarb cleaned. And again, cut it up into one-inch chunks and put it into a pan with a heavy bottom and put about a fourth of a cup of water in there with it so it doesn't stick. And then add about a third of a cup of sugar to that rhubarb and just let it simmer at low heat. And I'm talking like on my stove, I believe I put it on um, 1.8, which is probably like almost low. And I just let it go with a lid on it until... It started to cook, and I turned it very carefully and turned it. And you cook that, and it'll make a nice sauce that's also very tart. I mean, it'll pinch your cheeks in, but it's delicious. And it's also very good on your rhubarb upside-down cake if you want to be extra fancy and have your little side of rhubarb uh, sauce. Some people throw strawberries in it because it kind of perks it up a little bit, makes it look pretty, a little extra flavor in there. But that's just how you make it. It's very simple. Okay, the next cake using again that pumped up cake mix I made two rounds and I made a stacked cake and I filled it with my friend Travis Paul from Paul Family Farms that um, harvests maple syrup gave me a little jar of a thing called wet pecans which basically the pecans are wet with maple syrup so there, it's a jar of whole pecans in maple syrup what is, oh, it was delicious. So what I did, I made two rounds of cake, and then I made this icing, which is my, this is my classic go-to icing. Again, I don't use a, uh, an electric mixer with it. I mix it by hand because I like to be able to judge the consistency of it. And for this particular application, uh, for the first part, you want it to be a little more dense, and then you can add a little bit more milk to it and thin it. But I, I took... One stick of butter, which is a half cup of butter softened, a teaspoon of vanilla, 16 ounces of powdered sugar, and then I mixed those together, and then I just added milk a tablespoon at a time until I got it to a nice consistency that I was able to pipe 
you know, I wanted it to be thick, but I wanted to be able to pipe it. So it was dense enough that it would sit up on a spoon, you know, and not drip off, um, but not super dense. So what I did, I took my bottom cake, my bottom round cake, and um, when, you, when you're doing uh, round cakes that you want to have a filling in between, here's what you do. You, you bake the cake like I just told you. You can do it the same way, the, the pumped up cake mix. Bake it in your two round pans. And I do the same thing where I put the wax paper on the bottom. That's a good little side trick so your cake always pops out of the pan. Then you just peel that wax paper off. But when you put it on the cooling racks to cool, you put one side upside down, the nicer side right side up. And the reason you do that is because you want to put two flat surfaces together. So you're going to have one cake is going to have the bottom on top, the perfectly flat bottom, and the other cake is going to have the top on top. Now, I've seen on like cooking shows and stuff a lot, they'll like use a knife and cut off the top of the cake to flatten it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it? I mean, I can't imagine it would be rounded that much, but does it matter if it's sitting upside down? Is it a little wobbly or? Not really. It, unless your cake rises a ton, which usually doesn't happen, especially if you do the pumped up cake, it stays nice and level. But the reason they do that is if their cake rises up really high and round, they cut it off. Yeah. Um, I would rather try to keep it flat in the pan because I hate to waste all that cake. But I know I would eat it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you make brownies in a shape, all the edges are for you. Right, right. So you can do that cake cutoff thing, which I don't like to do. I just flip it. Because as they cool, they kind of flatten down a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's true. So then what you do, a trick for that is if, if it's kind of rounded and it's not completely touching, you can put on the plate you're going to put your cake on, make a circle of icing and set your bottom piece into that and it'll fill up that little edge. And it won't wobble. Usually they tell you to put a thing in the middle to hold it, but that's my other trick. Boy, gosh, I'm going to be giving away all my tricks on this podcast. I hope <laughs> people appreciate this. So what I did, I took and made a rim the whole way around my bottom cake with icing. I piped it out in a, in a piping bag, and I used probably about a half a cup of icing to do that. And I have pictures of this, which we'll post. Then I took... Ju- I lifted the pecans out of the syrup with a fork. You still get a little bit of syrup, but I lifted them out because I didn't want to like plop, you know, and I wanted to save that pecan syrup for the last part of this thing. So I picked up the pecans out and I spread them in the middle of my circle of icing and made them lay down nice and flat. And the maple syrup that was on them actually soaked into the cake. It it was nice. I have pictures of that also, but it it came out nice. Then I put my, my top on And I frosted the cake sides first, frosted the sides, and then I did the top. Then I took some chopped pecans that I had that were not in maple syrup. I sprinkled them on the top. When I got my cake to my destination, which if your destination is your home where you made it, you're all set. But when I got it to my destination, I took that syrup that had the pecans in it, and I just drizzled it on the top of the cake, and then it ran down the sides. Oh, my gosh. It was was really nice. Very nice-looking very delicious cake. Very simple. It was it was very very simple. So that's a that's another thing you can do. That's a simple quick. And if you wanted to do that as a 9 by 13 cuz you're taking it somewhere or you don't want to do a stacking cake, you could do the exact same thing. Really is you could go around the outside edge of it with icing or make a pattern on it with icing and then put the pecans in there, 
you know, like if you made a checkerboard pattern or something like that and just do kind of the same thing. Very, very delicious. The last cake, this is a great picnic cake to, to take with you on a picnic. It's, a, it's fantastic. It's such a good cake. This could be served with my caramel sauce from show number eight. You could just make that caramel sauce and have it on this cake. This cake, this cake doesn't have an icing. This is what's known as a snack cake. These were really popular. You don't hear a lot about snack cakes anymore. These were super popular, like, I would say 25 to 30 years ago. This cookbook is so old, it is hysterical. Um, but <laughs> this cake is the best cake if you want to make variations to it. If, if you want to do anything extra to it, it's great. It doesn't use eggs. It doesn't use milk. Now, it does have chocolate chips in it, but you don't have to put those chocolate chips in. If you left them out, there would be uh, literally no dairy in this thing. So, now this, when I make this cake, the recipe that I'm going to give you will make an 8x8 or a 9x9 cake in a small pan. But if you double it, you can make a 9x13, and that's what I usually do is double it. So it's uh, 1 and 2 thirds cup of flour one cup of packed light brown sugar, one-fourth cup of cocoa, one teaspoon of baking soda, one-fourth teaspoon of salt, one cup of water, one-third cup of vegetable oil, one teaspoon of white vinegar, three-fourths teaspoon of vanilla extract, and a half a cup of chocolate chips. And what you do is you take the dry ingredients. I don't they, The brown sugar is in with the dry ingredients. Whatever. You take your dry ingredients, which were the first four listed, mix them together. Mix together your water, oil, vinegar, and vanilla extract, and then blend them in with your dry ingredients. Add your chocolate chips, pour into a greased baking pan, bake at 350 for 35 to 40 minutes. Now, if you don't want to use vegetable oil, or you don't want to have fat in your cake, whatever, you can use applesauce in this cake. It works very nicely. This cake is a heavy, dense cake, but it is so delicious. I have substituted milk for the water. I have substituted applesauce for the vegetable oil. Whatever you want to do. I've used different kinds of chips in it, white chips, milk chocolate chips. This is a very forgiving cake, and it's very good. But it's also handy for, like, I have actually given this out quite a lot for people that have egg allergies. Um, it's just a good cake. This is nice for, uh, you can put strawberries on it if you're a chocolate lover and you want to have a sort of a shortcake. You could have this as your shortcake. It's good with ice cream. It's good cut up in small pieces. You can cut it very small. I've made it in cupcakes and just sprinkled powdered sugar on the top. And like I said, it travels really well. If you were going on a family trip or something and you wanted to take something along for a snack, you could make mini cupcakes with this and there's no icing on them and they're delicious. So, this is a great little cake. And like I said, we tried it the other night with caramel sauce and holy mackerel. I'm telling you, it was really good with the caramel sauce. So, there's my cake. There's my cake show. <laughs> the cake show. The cake show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get to try these. I, have, I don't bake cake a lot, and I really enjoyed... What I like to do is, I, if I, like... I don't know, if I want to take something somewhere, if I get invited somewhere, or I want to do something nice for someone, 
I'll, I'll bake something that I've been wanting to try baking and pray that it comes out good. <laughs> so th- these would be nice things. You know, these would be a nice cake to make for somebody. I think it would be a nice thing to take take somewhere. Actually, we do that with the rhubarb cake. We take that to uh, a few people that really love rhubarb. So um, we make that every once in a while and take some rhubarb sauce. So I hope you get a chance to try them. And I hope you enjoy them when you do try them. And don't forget to check us out online at on Facebook at Mary Mac Bakehouse, Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, Twitter at Mary Mac Mixes, and our regular website is MaryMacPodcast.com. There's links to the store, the podcast episodes, all that kind of stuff. And I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Matt Light for promoting my little business here on his show so please listen to matt light on um trib live radio he's does a podcast or a i don't know what do you call it it's facebook live but then it's on afterwards it's sort of like a it's a podcast he does a podcast on there and um also uh my friends at grown dad business aaron and justin who seem to be opposed to eating my cinnamon rolls as they make them have little dad bellies on them or something like that. But <laughs> give them a listen to Grown Dad Business. Very interesting and funny commentary on being a parent today. So thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.